going on, guys? AJ here, back again with another episode of the E1B2 podcast. Um, today, so I'm working on some uh, some frameworks. Uh, we are gearing up to be able to start supporting and helping some of these startups, and I figured it'd be a good idea to start designing uh, some of my frameworks that I'm going to be working from. And uh, I'm pretty much done uh, one of my frameworks that I've designed around decision-making. I think uh, decision-making is something that a lot of companies um, do a lot of, obviously, like an entire company is around decisions. And I think the better decision-making processes and, and, and frameworks that you have internally that not only produce productive and correct decisions that inevitably, you know, increase the product output or make things cooler or better and more efficient and, you know, correlate to more money. But there's a lot of decision-making frameworks and processes you can put in place that will actually impact the overall employee experience. And that's something that I think a lot of uh, a lot of leaders are missing the mark on. I think there's a lot of decision-making frameworks and things that you can put in place that can increase innovation capacity, that can increase overall happiness and engagement, that can increase uh, overall idea input, um, that can increase just someone's overall uh, increased perception of a leader, perception of the brand. Uh, And so there's a lot of good to uh, creating a decision-making framework. And so what I'm working on right now is uh, actually, sorry, my, my dog here is distracting me. You need to lay down, buddy. Um, what I'm working on right now is actually a decision-making framework that is built around um, promises, right? So towards the end uh, of this framework, I've kind of decided to outline what are some of the decision-making promises, the frameworks uh, that the brand and the leadership will uh, will stick to. I know recently I have a podcast uh, episode that's all about promises, but this particular episode, uh, this particular section is more around the promises that are connected to decision-making. So let me give you guys one right now so I can stop ranting and get pretty Uh, tangible here. So I'm just going to read it off to you guys. Data will be a determining factor if emotions and personal perspectives gets involved. That's the statement there. And I need to make that a little bit better, a little bit more clean. Uh, But beyond that, you guys get the point. So let me say it again. Data will be the determining factor if emotions and POVs are getting too much involved. And so what I mean by that is in certain cases, if decision makers are putting their own ego or their own context or their overall own perspectives too much into the decision that they're deciding to make, that can be a problem for two very distinct reasons. The first reason is their their perspectives and their personal context could very well be outdated. This happens a ton in the marketing space, guys. Um, if, if, If you are, if you have an executive that's your CMO that grew up, and when I say grew up, what I mean by that is developed his or her skills in the mid to late 80s, 90s, maybe even the early 2000s, their perspectives, their context around what works and what doesn't work may be centralized around newspaper ads, may be centralized around um, uh, uh, billboards, may be centralized around at the at the at the very most, maybe it's certain things that you like banner ads, maybe centralized around, um, you know, you know, B2B kind of partnership design, which to a certain degree still works. But their context may not be the right context uh, for 2020, for 2022, for 2030. Right. Like their context may not fit 
the reality of what the company needs right now. And so if you're in a decision making process, when they are the inevitable decision maker and their POVs are getting too much involved, where they are emotionally connected to an idea that they came up with because of its connected to their personal context, their personal background, what they believe will work. And you have people that are in their early 20s, in their early 30s saying, no, like LinkedIn ads is a thing. No, like influencer marketing is a thing. No, like Twitter ads is a thing. Instagram ads is a thing. Facebook ads is a thing. Like, no, like, you know, you know, uh, affiliate marketing, like there's all different types of things, guys, like backlinks and like, you don't know what you're talking about here, sir. Like if that is the situation, that obviously is an issue, right? And this happens all the time. And so what I like to do is I like to go to the data, right? Because what I think is happening is too many leaders have too much ego involved, too much power involved with their own personal context and their own personal backgrounds when making a decision based off of the wins that, that, that they have had in their career. And if that's happening and their team, the six of their members of their team, the 12 members of their team are saying, no, we do not agree with this. We are not behind this. We are not excited about this. And you're starting to feel some friction in the culture. I always like to result and have the promise around everyone calm down. Everyone stay patient. Let's go to the data. Right. And so that's what that person, that individual that had their big wins from a marketing perspective in the late 80s, early 90s, and even maybe even the early 2000s. That's what I would expect one of their promises to be. I would expect their promise to be, hey, guys, I realize that potentially my context may be a bit outdated. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to rely on the data. Andrew, Sarah, Derek, and myself, we're all going to go into our own little caves and we're going to find some actual data. We're going to Google, we're going to research, we're going to find some case studies. We're going to find some information that backs up what the best option will be for the company, for the brand. And we're going to take our own ego out of it because I love you and I love you and I love you and I damn sure love myself. And I don't want anyone's personal feelings or perspectives getting hurt. I don't want anyone's personal egos getting hurt. I don't want anyone going home feeling upset or anxiety riddled or, or, or their heads hurting or they feel like they're not being heard. I don't want anyone to feel that way. So what we're going to do, guys, is the decision that I'm going to make here as the leader of this company is I'm going to live into your context, live into your reality, live into your guys' ideas, and I'm going to look into the data, the actual objective black and white that proves the validity of what I'm trying to say and what you guys are trying to say. And then we'll figure out what's going to happen from there. And I think if companies can do that and leaders can do that, a little bit more instead of always getting behind their objective emotional points of views that there's a lot of good that can happen from that. So that is one of the promises that I'm advising companies to do. Again, the promise is very clear. Data will be the determining factor if my emotions and personal POVs are getting too much involved. That is something every single leader needs to get behind. It's something I believe in. It's something I've executed against. And uh, it's just a good idea. So, um, yeah, hopefully this was uh, help, help, helpful and valuable to you guys. And I will check in soon. Thanks a lot.